Michael, today we're going to get into a story that's been in the making pretty much ever since this season of Rocket Ship began. And it's the story of how I committed a non-inconsequential portion of my life savings to an NFT. All right. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the story that... Honestly, we, we kind of built this whole season around. Well, it is a story that if you asked me a year ago if we would be making this, I would tell you no, that would be impossible. <laughs> or or at least if we did, it'd be a work of fiction, right? But, but here we are, and it's all very, very real. All right, well, I want to get right into that, but I don't know, we got we to gotta roll the intro first. Yeah, well, let's roll that intro then, and we will get started. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play. Rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training, kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway, in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today.
So you tried spending your life savings on an NFT. Am I understanding that right? Well, not my entire life savings, but I don't know. Is it an amount that, like, if it went away overnight, I, I wouldn't be broke, I, but it would definitely sting. <laughs> like, I definitely would lose a few nights of sleep over it, but but not one where I'd have to, like, you know, sell my house or deplete the kids' college funds or, or anything like that. I mean, I, just as an aside, I would never recommend that anybody <laughs> takes it to that level. So please, Rocket Ship listeners, don't do that. Agreed. Agreed on that. And this is not financial advice. And be responsible when you're considering investing in things like NFTs, because honestly, you should never commit more than you're willing to lose, because uh, it's, it's risky stuff, as you know we've learned and we're going to learn. And but you you knew about that risk. You did your research before getting into all this, right, Mike? I I did, rel- relatively speaking, Michael. But yes, I did. And but nevertheless, I, I gave it a shot. Okay, so let's let's back up. When you say you gave it a shot, you should probably explain what we mean by that. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Well, back in February, the Topps Company, which is one of the most iconic sports collectible brands in the world, they announced a very special project. They would be releasing a one of one NFT of the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle rookie card. Okay. So this is a baseball card as an NFT. But not just any baseball card, Michael. I mean, the Mickey Mantle rookie card, 1952 Topps, it's like the holy grail of baseball cards. It's one of the cards that as a kid, I I always dreamed about having. I mean, I can literally see the image in my head right now. A young Mickey Mantle glancing over his right shoulder where a yellow bat is resting, blue sky in the background, his name and a reproduction of his signature print right on the front. I mean, this card is iconic to collectors. And now... Tops would be making NFTs of it. Tops would be making one NFT mm. of it through its Tops Timeless collection, and they'd be auctioning it off through OpenSea. It would be a true one of one, meaning only one person in the entire world would own the 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle rookie NFT. Here are Mickey Mantle's sons, Danny and David, talking about how iconic their father's rookie baseball card was. And what it meant to them now that it would be digitized in the special auction through Tops. This is actually coming from the Tops digital YouTube channel. Unbelievable, the popularity of it. I mean, from really, I guess from day one. But, uh, you know, as, as, a, as the baseball card took off, uh, you know, dad was like the number one forever. And it still is number one to me. So I think a lot of people still look that way at it. And, uh, you know, doing this NFT, uh, it's just going to be, a, uh, you know, it's going to be a home run. You know, that's just a long time for one card to be able to keep that kind of audience for this long, you know. And um, I just, I'm really proud of it, you know. And and what makes it even funner is dad was really proud of it. You know, he he loved it when they would talk about that card. Tell you what, for me, I, th- I thought everybody saw it, but you know, when I uh, wrote a message back to Danny, I said, you know, I teared up. I mean, it made me very proud of, uh, you know, just the buildup and everything. For me, you know, the first time I saw that video, it was just, you know, it was very powerful. Um, you know, with the music they have included in it yes the cards you know how it opens up and they've got the cards laying on the table it just you know it brings back so many memories from obviously childhood and so it makes us very proud of our dad and and i just know that you know people love those cards and 
I don't think anything will ever change that. I'm glad Tops is the first one doing it. I said, this is where it all began. And so now the NFT, this is where it's beginning again. That's really cool. So it, it seems like Tops worked directly with the Mantle family for this project, right? Yeah, they did. And, and not only did they get the blessing from the Mantle family, but the winner of the NFT they'd actually get the opportunity to meet his sons, David and Danny Mantle, virtually anyway. They'd have a video chat with them, which that's a pretty cool experience, right? It is. It is. So what were the details? How was this all going to happen? Okay, well, Tops Digital partnered with OpenSea. And beginning this past March 1st, anybody would have a chance to bid on this one-of-one one Mickey Mantle NFT with the auction ending at 1 p.m. Eastern on March 4th. The NFT would be minted as an ERC-721 token, and it would include a recreation of the classic Topps baseball card of Mickey Mantle, complete with video of historical imagery and memorabilia that showcases and celebrates Mickey Mantle's legacy. And this would be Topps' first foray into the NFTs? Well, actually, no. I mean, so Topps has been at it for a while, but Topps is obviously not a Web3 first company. I mean, for those that aren't familiar. Topps actually started as the Topps Chewing Gum Company back in 1947, but it introduced baseball cards in 1951 as almost a playing card kind of game. But it was 1952 when it released what became a truly iconic set of baseball cards, which included players like Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, Eddie Matthews, and yes, Mickey Mantle. Now, fast forward to 2012, Tops started this division called Tops Digital. 2012, right? That's two years before the first ever NFT quantum was ever sold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So this was pre NFT, really. Uh, but Tops released an app called Tops Bunt uh, and released digital collectibles through that Tops Bunt app. Hmm. And this led to the Kick Soccer app, Huddle Football app, and other products. And now they weren't technically nfts as they weren't on the blockchain but in 2020 tops released a product line that was on the blockchain they weren't baseball cards initially they were garbage pail kids cards do you remember those michael from back in the day oh yeah oh yeah the, the cards would feature i don't know kind of crude disgusting art uh but you know as a kid it was a lot of fun baby eating his boogers and stuff <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh, anyway they continue to introduce their sports brands into the nft space but this mickey mantle 1952 tops nft this would be the very first time that they would release a special one of one sort of iconic nft like this so you learned about this project and uh, you just knew you had to get in on it well not like immediately i mean when i learned about the project though somebody specific came in mind who's that my buddy, Steve. Your buddy, Steve. Yes, Steve is actually who I got into sports card collecting with back when I was like, I don't know, 10 maybe. Uh, we would go to sports card shows together, but I mean, I remember one time we actually set up as a vendor at a sports card show selling our own cards. Uh, I think we were teenagers at that point. I remember putting on sports card sales in my garage. We would literally print flyers and convince the local video rental shop to let us promote the sports card sale we would have with these hand-drawn flyers. <laughs> That's actually kind of adorable. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? I, I could see my son and daughter doing something like that, but totally. I don't know. I had a lot of great memories of collecting and most of those memories were with Steve. Um, anyway, after high school and college, I honestly kind of lost interest in collecting. All of my cards just sort of went into hibernation in my attic. 
but Steve never really stopped collecting. Really? Like, even to this day? Yeah. Yeah, even to this day. In fact, if you go onto Instagram, his account is Cards for the Future. That's the number four, Cards for the Future. Uh, but his collection today, I mean, it's hard to say exactly what it'd be worth because, you know, these things go up and down too, just like stock and crypto, but it might have crossed the seven-figure range at this point. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, now, just before the Topps Mickey Mantle NFT auction on OpenSea, I mean, like, literally a day before the auction ended, Steve came over to my house to hang out for a bit, and he brought some of his cards with him. So I see a card over there. Did I see Mickey Mantle autograph? Is that is that legit? Yep, I got Mickey Mantle. So this is probably one of the first, like, triple autos. Um, back in 1992, Score came out with uh, Stan Musial, Mickey Mantle, and Carl Yastrzemski, probably three of the greatest hitters of all time. Um, the fact that this came in a pack from 1992 is just mind-blowing to me. This is like 1992 score. I, all right, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a giant collector now, but I re- it was not a big deal back then. Like, 92 score was not, like, loaded with, like, amazing cards, right? No, and there was. I, I can't even think of uh, who were the key rookies in '92. Like, uh, I don't even. I mean, John Olerud. I don't know. Not, I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, 1990. What you got? You had Thomas. '92. I can't think of one. I can't. <laughs> probably a quarter a pack. Probably one in a bajillion packs. I don't even know. I don't even think they list the odds for something like this. It is serial numbered. There's only 500 that exist. So it is something I always wanted as a kid, actually, and just got it recently. All right, that sounds like a really cool card, Mickey Mantle. Stan Musial, Carl Ustremski, and it's signed by all three. Yeah, and, and it's a card that Steve always wanted as a kid, and now he's got one. And hmm. I can relate to that feeling of always wanting a certain card as a kid and, and sort of dreaming about it. Actually, Steve sort of got me back into collecting like a year ago, and I am nowhere close to the level <laughs> of a collector that Steve is, but he gave me some guidance in acquiring a few cards that I always wanted, including... My first ever Babe Ruth trading card. It's a hmm. 1933 Goody Babe Ruth that I always wanted as a kid, and now I have it. Really? I I never realized you had a Babe Ruth card. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am pretty pumped having it. But, but that Mickey Mantle card that Steve had wasn't even the most impressive card, believe it or not. Huh. He brought over to my house his Holy Grail card, so to speak. And actually... He has doubles. Uh, probably my holy grail, and it's probably one that's getting a lot of attention lately, is uh, Tom Brady. Of course, he's getting a lot of attention in the news. Um, obviously, being back from retirement, it lasted a total of, what, 40 days? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, he is, uh, I got in my hand uh, from 2002, his tops um, Super Bowl. It's from his first Super Bowl. It's a piece of the game used ball, and it's autographed, and it's actually hand-numbered out of 150. And this came actually out of a tops pack, believe it or not. Um, That's great. So, and you, do I remember it? You, you have, you've got doubles of that card. I, I do have two of it. I have both of them. I was pretty particular on the logos. So this one actually has writing on it. Um, the other one actually has a piece of the Wilson ball, like where he would actually grip, where he'd grip at. So kind of a nice little memento, I'd say. Since you got doubles, you could just you could give one to me, right? That mm-hmm. works like mm-hmm. Sure. Just transfer over a lot of money, and I'll be all right with that. Transfer over a lot of money. How much money would you need to transfer over for one of those Tom Brady's? Well, okay. One of the cards that Steve has is in better condition and is more desirable than the other. But, Michael, the better of the two 
if he sold it at auction today, it would probably go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. What? He's already had offers well into six figures from private collectors. It's a card that could very well be worth over a million dollars at some point soon. Tom Brady? Really? I don't know. That's wild. <laughs> yes, but... But then I brought up the topic with Steve that was on my mind ever since I knew he was coming over. All right, how, first, how much do you know about NFTs? Steve's answer to that question and more on this entire Mickey Mantle NFT saga after a short break. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. Okay, before the break, we learned a little bit about the Topps Company's Topps Digital Division releasing a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle Rookie NFT on OpenSea just a couple months back. And we met your buddy Steve, a lifelong friend of yours, who is a serious sports collector. Yes. Right before the break, I asked Steve how much he knew about NFTs. And I'm going to play the conversation that we had after I asked that question. See, I had mics set up during Steve's visit because... I knew we were working on this season all about Web3, and I had a feeling that this conversation, I don't know, maybe we'd turn it into a part of an episode or multiple episodes. or I don't know. I had no idea. I just knew there might be something there. And sure enough, here we are with the rest of the story. All right. Well, back to your question with Steve. You asked him how much he knew about NFTs, and his answer was... Uh, absolutely not. I mean, I'm trying to learn about them. I'd say I, I, I know a little bit. <laughs> All right. So this is what I wanted to talk to you about. I, you know, aside from hanging out and getting to see your collection. So Topps, um, which actually like that Tom Brady card you had, that was, that was from Topps. You know, Topps, one of the most iconic sports card brands. They just launched a new NFT project with Mickey Mantle, or at least the Mantle family. Had you heard anything about that yet? I heard a little bit. I don't. I, I don't know what I think about it yet. Um, I'm. I will say though. I mean, if it's coming from Tops and the, one of the most iconic cards that any I mean, anybody could recognize that card, um, I'm truly interested in trying to find out what it's all about. Okay, so I I'm gonna bring this up, but I and I wish we had a ton of time to research this, but. So the, there, this auction is is live. It ends tomorrow. Um, it's at six thousand dollars right now. I, like, how much do you think that it would actually? Like, I just I was trying to think when I saw this, I thought of you because you know, you're the one that got me into rekindling, you know, with some of my sports card uh, interests recently. You know, help me help me get a Jim Brown rookie and a Babe Ruth card and. But like something like this, I have no, it's like only one of them that's going to be made. So I have no concept yet. I'm intrigued by NFTs. I know you're intrigued with like sports collectibles. Um, yeah, like, is this something, like, is this something worth bidding on? I just, what I'm trying to think about. Yeah, I think, I mean, here's the thing. Like if, if you, like, I, I don't know enough about NFTs. I do know about collectability and things. Um, and I do know 
obviously everyone knows that card. So it, first things first is people are going to recognize that whatever you, whether just to know about it, they're going to be curious. Um, I don't know what something like this would be worth. I do know the tangible version of it, what it's worth approximately. Um, you're looking at if it was in like a 10, I mean, there's one of three PSA 10. So the highest graded one, you're looking at 25, maybe $30 million estimate out there. I mean, a nine, a nine did 5 million a few years ago before like COVID. Um, what would be like, just like a junk version of the card? Like how much, how much is like the lowest grade of Mickey Mantle you could, you could get? One thing I always look at is the cost to own. So the cost to own the card in whatever grade, if your dog chewed on it, um, would still cost you about thirty, forty thousand dollars somewhere around there. Um, <laughs> now an NFT version, I don't even know where to go with it, but I do think, you know, if someone, I, I do know this about NFTs. There are a lot of people getting into it. There's a lot of money being thrown around. Um, there's a lot of big companies making metaverses to basically house their NFTs. Um, if this becomes something big, you're going to want to own this like, and, or at least like, <laughs> I would think want to, want to know who owns it. Um, the question is, what is it worth and what it can be worth? That's going to be the big question. So, all right, I'm going to run something by you. I don't, and I need to talk to Hannah about this too. I don't, I don't know if the, I don't know if I'm going to get buy-in, but I have some crypto set aside, uh, a good amount of crypto and NFTs are kind of like the way I'm thinking about it. It's like moving from one crypto to another crypto. Not that it's a cryptocurrency, but this is a long way of saying, would you maybe want to team up and try to bid on this thing? I don't even know if it's worth bidding on and we could talk about it, but that's what I was, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. It's something I could be interested. I mean, the, but like my first question would be how, um, I, I don't know anything about like where it's even being auctioned or how to bid on it. I don't have any crypto <laughs> period. Well, all right. So I basically, yeah, it is kind of complicated. It's not like it's just up on some, like it's not on eBay, you know, like, so it's on OpenSea. Um, it looks like tops worked with OpenSea. OpenSea is basically like the eBay for NFTs kind of, it's like, it's a, it's a, platform that um a lot of projects get launched on but it's also like a open market so they're minting it there's only one of them um and it's going to be on OpenSea. so to, to bid on it basically you have to have you have to have crypto specifically uh ether you have to have some ether uh probably a lot of it <laughs> you also have to have a crypto wallet and set up a crypto wallet it sounds like you have none of those things right I have none of those things for sure. <laughs> All right. I have, I have those things though. So I don't, I mean, I, I don't know how much we would need. I mean, I do have some crypto. I have a, I have a crypto wallet. I mean, theoretically, if we were to like figure out how much to bid, I, you know, you could, you could give me money and I could, I could bid on it um, on behalf of both of us. We could kind of be like 50, 50 in on it. I mean, if you want to think of it that way, I'd be interested for sure. Um, the question is how much, um, how much are you willing to risk, you know, for something like this? Okay, wait, let's pause here. You're basically proposing to Steve that you go in on bidding this Mickey Mantle NFT as a 50, 50 partner. It, yeah, potentially. I mean, if my <laughs> wife, Hannah was cool with it, of course, I still needed to talk to her about all of this at this point, but 
I don't know. I saw this as a, a unique opportunity. And and yeah, definitely a risky one. But mm. but I figured the crypto that I owned at that point, it could easily just go down at any point. And sure enough, it actually did go down a lot uh, ever since this conversation with Steve. I think my crypto holdings are down by like, what, 25% since March um, when I had Steve over my house. But yeah, this Mickey Mantle NFT, it could be risky, but I also saw it as something that could have the potential of I don't know, maybe even 10xing in a year if we got it at the right price. Fascinating. Okay, so back to your conversation with Steve. You asked him if he'd go into this 50-50 with you, and his answer was? All right, so the bid, it's at like $6,000 right now. It ends tomorrow. I, first of all, when, when you're bidding on stuff like sports cards on eBay, how, like 24 hours, it feels like it's a short time, but actually it's probably like, Obviously, six thousand dollars probably nowhere close to what the price is going to be. Is it? Probably not. I mean, at six thousand, but I don't know. I mean, there's no market for this like right now. So that's like anything with uh, even with sports cards. When you're dealing with uh, a one of one of something, you really don't know what it could go for. All you need is a couple people that really want it, and it can go bananas. When you said. The PSA 10, so it's like the graded card of Mickey Mantle, like the mint condition. It's as good as it can get. There's only, how many were there of those? There's three. So there's three. And how much do you, like, if that were to sell today, what would you think that would go for? 25, I mean, around 25 million, I would guesstimate, but who knows? So I guess that's the question, right? So there's only going to be one of these. And so it's like, do people compare it to that where they're like, well, there's three of those and it's worth tens of millions of dollars, but there's only one of these. So like that logic would say it should be worth a lot more. But at the end of the day, it's not the it's not the physical cardboard and hand. So you, how much is it? You said the cost to own a mantle rookie is how much again? Probably about 30, 40,000, something like that. So, all right. So that's, I wonder if I want, yeah, like part of me is wondering is it possible that some people might make the case like, well, gosh, I'm willing to pay as much as what it would cost to own a real, you know, physical Mickey Mantle. Like, I feel like that'd be the basement floor, right? Like, I maybe I have no I have no concept either, but I'm just curious, like if if uh, if the cost to own a real physical graded Mickey Mantle is thirty, forty thousand dollars, maybe that's maybe that's like what it could possibly go for. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, here's the thing. You got to weigh, do you, would you rather have a tangible version that looks like a dog chewed on it or the one-on-one digital version that's owned by you? And one thing as I was reading through it is uh, that I was a big or, or a fan of looking at this was you look at like when you bid on it, Tops actually still retains some ownership. So Tops must believe in this stuff. So you know, who's no, who knows what doors that opens in the future, you know, if anything, you know, I do know with people within this that I respect in the industry are getting into um, NFT cards, you know, and if NFT cards take off, why not own the most iconic probably picture maybe of all time as far as a sports card? Oh, check this out. It also says we could Zoom with Mickey Mantle's kids. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. 
It would be, I, I would. I have no idea what I would ask them. What's it like growing up with the Mick? I don't. I don't know. Or like, do you like my cool new uh, NFT of your dad? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what to, what to think of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's an extra bonus, you know. I mean, you can always think of something. But I mean, it's just one of those things that you know. It, it, it's like a like you'd be a mini celebrity, I guess, for a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, I okay. I. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, honestly, but because that's a lot. Like, if that's the minimum to bid, that like thirty, forty thousand dollars, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of money. But I do have crypto. Um, I like, and again, if we went fifty-fifty, I'm going to talk to Hannah. I'm going to. I don't know if I'm going to be able to convince her, but if I talk to Hannah and she's good with it, like you would, you want to make a run at it with me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I. I I'll take, I'll take a shot. I mean, I'll put up whatever you want to put or whatever she can, or whatever you can agree on. I'll put up half. All right. Well, she's, she's going to be home later. Um, you're, you're hanging out for a while. Let me, let me just, when she gets here, uh, maybe you could play with Edison for a little bit and I'm going to talk to her and then I don't know, we'll, we'll talk afterwards if that's, if that's cool. Well, Hannah finally did get home, and Steve did hang out with my son Edison and my daughter Emery while Hannah and I had a conversation about NFTs. And sure enough, she actually did give me the green light. And ultimately, Steve and I agreed to make a run at this Mickey Mantle NFT. We decided that our max bid would be a combined $60,000, which sounds crazy when I say it out loud like that. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds crazy because it's it's kind of crazy. But <laughs> so, what happened next? Well, the auction ended the very next day. And before we get into that, let's take one more short break. Okay, so before the break, we learned about the new Mickey Mantle rookie card NFT that was being auctioned off on OpenSea through the Topps Timeless Collection. And Mike and his lifelong friend Steve, a serious collector whose collection can actually check out on Instagram under the account Cards for the Future. Well, they got together and they agreed to bid on the auction, which was wrapping up the very next day. Now, Steve actually had to sleep all day during the auction because he works nights. So he agreed to stop by on his way to work to see if we landed the NFT that we sought out to acquire. And did you? Well, I recorded Steve's follow-up visit and you'll find out right here. All right, Steve, I, you've asked me like a million times, but I, I know you're off to work, but I wanted you to come over so I could record this. Um, we have the results of the auction. Am I a winner or what? Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, OpenSea, you know, they had the auction for the Mickey Mantle NFT, and we are not the winners at all. Man. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Honestly, we didn't come close. So the winning bid. All right. Do you want to guess how much the winning bid was? You know how much we bid. What, what do you think the winning bid went for? Mm, way too much than we, I don't know, a couple million. I didn't do that. It didn't do a couple million. $471,000. That was the winning bid. That equivalent of Ether that was, yeah, 471000 So we, I, we were... 45 minutes before the close of the auction, though, for about 30 seconds, we had the high bid. We need to go back to that moment. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, 
I was, I was, yeah, chanting, stop the count, stop the count. But no, they, yeah. So it was, and I could kind of, I, when I made that bid, I could tell we didn't have a shot because it was like, I could see the bids increasing. And I will say I, I took the bid up. It was like, so bids were increasing by like, I don't know what it was, like $500 at a time. So you'd see one bid and it was 30,500 and then 31,000, 31,500 kind of creeping up. And, uh, at one, I think it was, I think it was up to 40 some thousand dollars and I just took it up to 60. I just, one fell swoop. I'm like, you know what? I'm not messing around. Maybe this will stop the, and 30 seconds later, I got swiftly outbid and that was our max. So I didn't, I, that was honestly any more than that. I don't know that I would have been comfortable, but I, it wouldn't have mattered. I wouldn't have gone up to four. I didn't have 471,000 to spend on this, but 400, that's crazy money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think it was worth taking a shot at it, you know, and trying to bid because it was so low for so long. I would have been very disappointed if I was like, well, I would have paid that. I mean, even looking at that price now at four seventy one, I probably would have paid that if I had that kind of money. I don't have that kind of money just off the top, you know, just to just grab and be like, okay, let's buy that. Um, but it, I mean, four hundred seventy. If, if you try to compare it to anything tangible like in the same if, if the mantle 52 was a 101 which it is and there's three i mean it's 25 million just to own to own something like that like the highest graded one so this, this is the only one that exists i mean is there a future for it who knows i guess time will tell but you know at least we could say we tried like there's a lot of people who didn't try if you believe in this stuff and you believe it, we i believe in sports i mean like we gotta say you gotta try you know, you can't let it go for like real, like nothing money as far as, and, and not, and not take a shot. All right. Well, if, if the Hank Aaron rookie NFT comes up, I'm going to give you a call. Maybe we'll have a better chance at that one. Okay. I'll root for it. <laughs> so you and Steve, you swung and you missed. <laughs> yeah. Big time. <laughs> we were not the winners of the auction. Our max bid of $60,000 at fell well short of the nearly half million dollar winning bid. And I don't know, maybe we should have known that we didn't have a real shot at it, but there was this period of time for like 30 seconds with 45 minutes left where we can say we were actually the high bidders. Yeah, hey, that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> you were part of this historic day, if if nothing else. And like Steve said, at least you tried, right? So who who actually won the auction? That's actually a really good question. In the weeks after the auction ended, I actually got to catch up with Tobin Lent. Now, Tobin is the vice president and global general manager of Digital for the Tops company. He's basically the architect behind this entire project. And not even Tobin knew who the real winner was quite yet. We don't we don't know who it is. We know the wallet, which consisted of, you know, a name with, num you know, numbers and, and, and letters. Um, but we never found the person. We actually found the runner up uh, on Twitter. Uh, she was using an actual name or could be he who knows. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we actually conversed, we were rooting for that. We were rooting for both people. It was kind of fun when we got down to those last two bidders and they were trying to outdo each other. And, you know, you could actually check to see how much ETH they had in their wallet. Oh my gosh, they're up against their limit already. It was just, it was exciting. I think that if we do this again, we're going to do some kind of a play-by-play -play because it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. We were all together on a, a zoom call kind of watching this unfold. And it was an exciting, uh, event really. But, uh, yeah, we, we don't know who that person is. They bought it, then moved it to another wallet, and uh, 
we've, it's been silent since that. That's that's wild. You lost out to a mystery bitter of sorts, I guess. But hey, you you got to talk with Tobin. That's that's great. What else did he say? Yeah, yeah, it was actually very cool catching up with Tobin. He had a lot more context about the project. Uh, in fact, here he is talking about some of the background work that they had to do in the lead up to the auction. Yeah, we had a lot to figure out. Um, you know, one of the things we had to figure out is what exactly we were going to do. I mean, uh, we could have gone uh, for something very simple just with the, the, uh, a version of that mantle card. And we have a very special image that was taken from one of the actual physical cards that came off that uh, initial assembly line. That's what we have in our library. But we wanted to do something really special with it. We just didn't want to, you know, put put the image of the card up. So we created actually an experience uh, around it um, that celebrated Mickey Mantle's history. You know, there's a video that takes you through a journey of you know, his time at the Yankees. Um, the other thing we wanted to do is we tried to enhance it with some things that are super special um, that only a collector can have. And so we actually asked the, the Mantles, is there anything, letters, anything that we could, you know, trophies that we could digitize and add to this NFT that would be very special. Um, and we, we didn't find anything that um, really worked, but we did ask them, hey, do you think we could include a 30-minute interview with Mickey Mantle's sons, you, you guys, uh, just to talk about your father? And they agreed to that. So we think that that's very special. The winner of the auction uh, hasn't called us yet on that, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, everybody's ready to do it. The other thing um, we, we had to figure out is where to launch it, which blockchain. Um, you know, we could have done it on our platform, but we decided to go on OpenSea. And the reason is they have a really, you know, we wanted to do an auction and they have a very good auction system. It's also, uh, you know, home to some of the biggest collectors out there, the biggest, um, you know, whales that have a lot of uh, ETH and, um, and could, could, you know, really lean into this, this auction. So we decided to work with them and they were a fantastic partner, but we had to do a lot there, set up our accounts, write the smart contracts, you know, figure out a bunch of things. So there was some work there, uh, but they were terrific partners. So a lot of different things had to kind of come together um, and to get, you know, we had to get the mantles approval too and everything we were doing. So it was a process and a journey. The team did an amazing job. We were kind of very happy with uh, how it turned out. Well, I'm curious, did Tobin mention anything else about the future? I mean, this is the first iconic one of one NFT for nearly half a million dollars. It's probably one of the most expensive sports NFTs to ever sell at auction. So, I mean, what's next, right? You and Steve joked at the end of your conversation about a Hank Aaron rookie card. Might that be possible? Hey, who knows? I mean, it sounds like this is only the beginning because I did ask Tobin if we may see future special NFTs like this one and his answer. Absolutely. This is something that we're building under that brand. I mentioned the Topps Timeless brand. Um, and there's just some really special you know, cards in our library, and we're excited to, to be able to share those um, in different ways with, with collectors. Well, Mike, fascinating story, and I'm sorry you didn't get the NFT you wanted. Well, I didn't, but we did get something else, and we didn't even have to spend a dime on it. <laughs> What's that? Well, a couple weeks after the auction, Topps Digital announced that any person who made a qualifying bid in the Mickey Mantle NFT auction over a certain amount, they would be airdropped a special NFT a POAP, a proof of attendance protocol NFT. Basically, it's a special kind of NFT that just sort of proves that you're a part of some sort of event. That's that's really cool. And so you guys got one. Yeah, yeah. And actually, we're one of only four people in the world to have one. I, I think there were a couple dozen qualifying bids, but 
only me and three others actually claim the NFT. And here it is, actually. It, it reads, This event exclusive NFT celebrates participants in the memorable one-of-one Tops 1952 Mickey Mantle Card NFT auction, which took place March 1st through March 4th, 2022. The Topps 1952 Mickey Mantle card continues to be one of the world's most coveted vintage relics and now, through Topps Timeless, has been reimagined as a first-of-its-kind NFT digital collectible. So, in a way, you and Steve do have a Mickey Mantle NFT. Well, more like a Mickey Mantle auction NFT, sort of like <laughs> a, a ticket stub to the event, but... But hey, we're just one of four people in the world to have it, and mm. it didn't even cost anything to win it, really, so... It's something, right? It sure is something, right? It's the newest digital addition to your sports collection. Well, I'm happy to have it, and uh, that's that's the story. So I I, I was excited to share all this with everybody. I, I wish it was a different result, but <laughs> but we're in a good place. And, and really, we're almost going to be wrapping up this season of Web3. I mean, we're going to be wrapping it up next week. We've got one more story, uh, but more on that next week. For Mike Belsito, I'm Michael Saka. And this is Rocketship.fm. So long. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It is your support that keeps the show going. If you can, take a second and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps out the show so much. We're also part of the Podglomerate Network. And if you'd like to listen to more great shows from the Podglomerate, go to thepodglomerate.com to see the full show listings. Rocketship.fm is produced in partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. Go to productcollective.com and get access to our weekly newsletter, live video interviews, Slack community, product job board, and a whole lot more. Again, just go to productcollective.com.